welcome to the Glow Podcast with Dr. Lan. Our purpose is to inspire and equip you to live a purposeful and maximized life that makes a glowing difference in your world to God's glory. For more inspiring content from Dr. Land, visit our website at www.pastorland.com and follow at Pastor Land on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Now let's listen in and be inspired. Finances at this time, great, great ideas uh, that we're going to be getting. I have some wonderful folks, you know, that are going to be joining us today to discuss. It's going to be a great time. I want to welcome you. I'm going to give some time for uh, people to join. Please, as you're joining, tell me where you're joining from. Uh, I see, I see Pastor Olu. I see Colmist, I see Soji Ben. Please tell me where you are. You're joining from. Uh, say hi. Tell me where you're joining from. It's going to be a wonderful discussion. Today we want to talk about finances during this COVID-19 uh, period. Um, you know, a lot of people at this time. Uh, yeah, thank you, Soji Ben from Nigeria. Um a lot of people at this time they think it's a it's a terrible period, but a lot of people are actually taking advantage of this time to make money. So, so now I'm post COVID. We're going to be talking about that. Thank you uh, from Chicago. Thank you from Dublin, Dublin in Highland. Emisio Jed, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. I see Gus Tucker Senior has joined us too. Uh, we're going to be having the discussion with Gus Tucker today, so I'm going to be bringing him on, bringing him on very soon. But let me just give some more uh, opportunities for people to just share uh, where they are joining us from. Also, if you are, uh, if you want to tell me. What's what's going on with you? What would you like to learn about finances? You can just put it in there about kingdom finances. Anything that you would like us to discuss, you can also put it and I will I will check it. Oh, from Dubai. Wow. Your United Arab Emirates. Thank you for joining us. I am David Obi. David Obi. Uh People are going to be joining us also now at the same time on Facebook. We are streaming on a few pages on Facebook simultaneously. That is being set up. All right, we are now live on Facebook. So I want to welcome those who are joining us on Facebook too. Also, we are live on YouTube, on my channel on YouTube. So those who are joining us on Facebook, those who are joining us on YouTube, and those of you here on Instagram, the center of the broadcast, I want to welcome you all too. So um, we're going to be moving on uh, very quickly with our discussion. I'm going to be bringing on our guests for today in the person of uh, Gus Tucker. Before I bring him on, let me just, um, you know, just talk a little bit about him. So Gus and his wife, uh, Renee, they are leaders in the City Light Church. Um, Gus actually leads uh, the small group. Uh, the small groups of City Light is a small groups leader, like overall the small groups are City Light. But apart from what they do um, in that aspect in the church, they are also 
business people, business people, they, their focus is actually to help people experience financial freedom. That's their business. That's their ministry. And um, Gus Tucker is also a graduate of the Leading Lights Training, um, which we, the Light Development Center um, organizes. The Light Development Center is the one that is, um, you know, that's organizing this, uh, this show. Uh, so it's a, it's a non-profit. I've been talking a lot about it, uh, that the City Light Church started with a focus of developing the potentials of people and developing the potentials of places. And one of the things we do is the Leading Lights training, which uh, we've been doing in Chicago. And now it's, you know, we do it internationally. It's gone to 12 nations now and, you know, counting. So I want to welcome you all to the broadcast. I'm going to be bringing on um, Gus Stoker in a moment. I want to ask you, please share this. If you are watching on Facebook, share, like, do a watch party. want to... But tell somebody about this. It's going to be great. We're talking about kingdom finances at this time. So with that, I'll be bringing on, I'll be bringing Gus in. Hi, so they'll be joining us in a moment. Hello, Grandma. <laughs> Hello, Mommy. <laughs> Hello, Gus. Hello, how you doing? We got to get centered on this screen. Let's yes. See can... Yeah, we'll get to... I want to move your phone down a little bit. Just a little bit so that everybody can see your your handsome face and beautiful face. <laughs> wow. We don't we don't want to restart the phone. We don't want to do that. <laughs> so I see your face, but I don't see Renee's face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sticking in there. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> We're gonna, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna. I'll stand behind you. You're gonna stand behind me? Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah, here we go. Yeah, maybe that works. That works. You know, do some, some uh, honeymoon lifestyle <laughs> on Instagram. You know what? Let's start, let's start with this. So, everybody, we have Gus and Renee here. So, we have people watching us on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram. And we have people, some people have said they're watching us from Highland from Nigeria, from awesome. Dubai, UK, and you know, and others are going to be joining us. So how long have you guys been married? Let's start with that, I, you know. Wow. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> with 35 years in August. Wow. Congratulations. 35 yeah. is, not, is not a joke. Man. No. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been all jokes, but mostly. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole lot of story behind that, and you know, but you I just want to, I want to commend you for your uh, persistence. You know, just in marriage is a is a great example. You know, and then also your children. I've met, I think I've met one of them, but you know, you have how many kids, and they are grown oh, now. We have three children. Three children. Our oldest is Christiana. And our middle is Gus, the second, and then Ashley. Ashley's the youngest. Okay, is that Ashley that I met uh, the other time? You met Christiana. Okay, Christiana met lives here in Chicago. Okay. Ashley is in San Francisco. Okay. She actually worked. She actually worked with Instagram. We called her beforehand to say, "Ashley, now how exactly is all this going to work?" And she kind of, she kind of walked us through because I was. I was a little sketchy. <laughs> 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 so, 
so you you have you have inside that is a, the inside information you know right there very very inside information <laughs> yes sir awesome very awesome thank you thank you thank you for making time out to join us uh, in this discussion so i mean why don't we start with um tell us a little bit about your background we're talking about finances now and thank i really you. want those who are watching to learn how they can at this time maximize their finances and then post this period but tell us a little bit about your background yep. and what you do okay. and all that mm -hmm. yep. so my undergraduate degree was in marketing okay. and i went to the university of arizona and i moved to chicago in the early 80s to work with a company called quaker Roads. and i worked in marketing for them on some products i'm sure you've heard of captain crunch instant oatmeal gatorade where i was a marketing executive uh, for all those products I did that for about 15 years, and I went to another company called Tropicana, the orange juice company. I went worked with them, and then a couple of other companies. I spent about 25 years in corporate America. Along the way, I got my MBA at the University of Chicago and helped me to further my career uh, within corporate. I also worked for three years for the Chicago Urban League, and I ran the Entrepreneurship Center there, counseling entrepreneurs, African-American entrepreneurs in Chicago, uh, to really help them grow their businesses as well. And uh, I got into the financial business by, uh, I actually went to a men's event at Soldier Field uh, called Promise Keepers. Okay. And it was, it was in August and it was so hot, I thought I was going to pass out. So I left <laughs> out and I went through the um, vendors they had and I ran into this ministry called Crown Financial Ministries. And they had these big books and I'm walking through the books, and it looked like another ministry I was familiar with. And so it really captivated me. So I bought the materials, took them home, started reading it, and it was about God's role in your finances. And basically it was God God owns everything, and you're a steward, and you better figure that out quick. Okay. And it was a 12-week study about that. I took it to my pastor and said, Pastor, man, we ought to teach this class. And you know how you pastors are. When you come up with an idea, guess who gets to do it? You are the you one. You do. <laughs> you the man. <laughs> so, if, you can get, so, if you can get the idea, you better be ready to, uh, to do you it. You better be ready to do it. That's right. So, so I said, okay, as long as you and your wife come with me to the training, I'll do it. So they did. We spent a weekend at the training. I thought it was powerful. And I almost, almost went full time with them in ministry. To, to, to teach these concepts. But I taught it at my church, and basically what I saw was it didn't matter your ethnicity, your age, your education. Everybody needed help practically with their finances. And so just I did that, and then about six months later, a friend of mine called me while I was working at R. Donnelly. He called me and he, and he, to recruit me actually into the industry. And I said, hmm. And I hadn't talked to them. He didn't know I was teaching this class, nothing. So he and the president of this company came in. They sat down with me. And about 10 minutes in their presentation, I said, I'm in. Where do I sign? And I got started part-time. That was in 2002. Okay. And then my company was bought by another company. I took a, a year severance package, and then I just went full-time. And that was pretty much in 2005. And my wife and I have been pretty much full-time entrepreneurs since Pretty much since 2005. Awesome. So, you know, you are a husband and wife uh, partnership. So, Rene, yep. what role do you uh, play? What's your own background? And 
How did you get into all this? You just followed Gus anywhere you go. Yeah, actually, that's how it is. Okay. Now, but, no, I also have a, a business background. Okay. And my, my uh, degree was in marketing, University of Illinois. Okay. And uh, afterwards, um, after I got married and started having kids, I, I became a stay-at-home mom, which I love it. It's the most rewarding and fulfilling job ever. Uh -huh. But after they uh, grow, grew up, you know, I wanted to get back into the workforce, but not really. But um, <laughs> I, I wanted to support Gus because I believed in what he was doing after I learn exactly how he was able to help families, yeah. I can say, you know what, I can align myself with this. You know, this resonated with my heart. So um, I decided to do uh, help him out administrative yeah. with the uh, the financial piece. Awesome. That's how I help. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. She also helps with the marketing side as well. She yeah. developed two new prospects uh, to be clients today. So Yes. Awesome. Also on the market side as well. Awesome. Yep. I love that. I love your partnership. I've observed it and it's wonderful. Very good. Yep. Very good. So uh, before we get into the money, money, the money part, which I know people are waiting for, yep. Yep. Uh, let's talk about the leading lights training. Both of you did the leading lights mm -hmm. training. Um, how how was it for you? I mean, just tell us a little bit about it. Okay. So in in my past, I had this idea that if everybody in the church knew what God wanted them to do and everybody was pursuing that, then the church would be a place of everybody pursuing their goals and dreams. And then the purpose of the church would be to just empower them to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that didn't quite work out where I was before. And so I was looking for that, that model. And then I met Pastor Olu at an event I came by the church and started talking to him. And that's basically exactly what he said the church was about. And we've got this training called Leading Lights to help people understand their purpose, what's God's call in their life. And then the church comes alongside you and encourages you and does everything they can to, to empower you to make that happen. So I, I met you guys like in June or July. Uh, I went to a conference. Leading Lights was in September. Bam, I was in Leading Lights, and we finished that. I put together my portfolio, um, which I, I carry around with me, parts of it, and I, I use it all the time. But it was awesome. And any of you, uh, I understand we're going to start doing Leading Lights virtually so people can join in from around the world. Yeah. Man, you you have to do it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to do it. Yeah, and we're, we're, we're having a, a, an open house, like a taste of leading light on May 23rd this month. Okay. Anybody that is interested is free. It's, uh, you can go to openhouse.theleadinglight.org. Openhouse.theleadinglight.org. There's a form there. I just fill it and our team will contact you. So yeah, I'll be there. So what was the impact of it on you? I want to know what happened afterwards. And I would like to hear from Renee too. Um, you can go first and then I'll go. Okay. So, um, for me, for leading lights, it was very impactful in terms of, um, you get to a certain age or you get to a certain uh, place in life and you just live life day to day. And you just like just walking, you just existing. Mm -hmm. And so with leading lights, 
um, just me understanding that I was made in the image of God and that God has a specific goal, a, a, a vision for my life, and that it wasn't too late, even though I'm not 30 years old anymore, but I'm still young and I'm still here on earth, and therefore I still am useful to the kingdom of God. And so what that helped me to understand my purpose and then help me to also see what is it that I really love to do and how can I use what I love to do to impact the kingdom of God. And what leading light does, it helps bring that all together for you and it helps you give you a vision, a place to go. And 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 we're just blessed to be a part of of Pastor Lam's church, City Light Church, because that's what the church is all about and empowering people to be better, to be what God has called them to be. Awesome. Awesome. So, Gus, I see you carrying, you know, you carry this folder. You're also a trainer, you're a trainer, a facilitator at the Leading Light now. There's this folder that you carry around with your values, yeah. <laughs> your set of values. So <laughs> yeah, that's I, one of the things I, we I, do. Yeah. Can you talk yeah. about that? Yeah, those values. Yeah, so so um this this actually this isn't my leading lights, but whatever I'm doing, guess what? My values are part of it. So this is a, a notebook for my business. It's a it's a business development plan, but it has to be consistent with my values. So um, what I what I learned, um, what I learned a lot. But one of the things I learned at Leading Lights is that I was enough, being who I am. I don't have to try to be anybody else. Uh -huh. God made one me, like forever. Uh -huh. I'm the only one that'll ever be. Yeah. And stop trying to be something else. Uh -huh. Okay. And so, what I the the first time I went through Leading Lights, it was about okay, who are you, man? Like really, uh -huh. and it's okay. Yeah. You know, hey, Pastor Lance, dynamic. Don't try to be him. Yeah. You'll go nuts. He's <laughs> the only one of him. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you need to be you. And so mm -hmm. the first thing that happened for me is I, I got comfortable with the idea at 60 years old, it was okay to be me. Awesome. Thank you. And that was enough. And then the things that I really like to do, you know, I thought that when you, now don't take this wrong because you're from Africa, that, <laughs> that I'm going to get saved. And he's gonna send me to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a, that would have been a trip of a lifetime. You would have <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna send me to Africa. I'm never coming back to the United States again. And to prove that you're committed, you gotta be willing to go. And so I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so we're in Africa now, but yeah. it's in Chicago. Right on 43rd Cottage Grove. Uh -huh. So, uh -huh. so, so it did happen. I've been going to Africa, you know. <laughs> yeah, I am going. <laughs> Lord willing, next year. So yeah. uh, what Leading Lights meant for me is just um, uh, it gave me a vision for my business. Now, we don't tell people this when we're talking to them, but underlying our real goal is to develop a relationship with them. And money's kind of the hook. Yeah, we develop a relationship with them, and then we want them to develop a relationship with God, and become disciples. And money is just uh, the stewardship part of it. Mm -hmm. We're yeah. called to be stewards. So through our business, we're teaching the stewardship part of it, yeah. but we're also wanting to teach the attitude part as well by our lifestyle. Yeah. So Leading Light showed me how to really 
minister to people through what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it and that's it. There, and there, there's no division between secular and sacred. It's all sacred. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Everything yeah. we do is sacred. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. So let's get to the money part. I know people are yep. waiting for that. Yep. So money, yep. money, money, and Christianity and the kingdom are they compatible? You know what? Yes. And here's here's one of the things in Crown Financial Ministries. Here's one of the things that hit me. There's more verses in the Bible on money than there is on heaven, hell, and salvation combined. Which that freaked me out. I'm like, like really? And so I start reading them, and I'm like, you know what? It's true. And one of the statements God made is, "You can't serve God and mammon. Mm -hmm. You can't serve them." Yeah. You got to make a choice. And that's the choice. That's one of the major choices everybody's got to make. Mm-hmm. Are you going to serve God and money? I know one time God came to me and said, Gus, do you want me and an access to an unlimited source, or would you want a million dollars in the bank that you could see? Oh. And I said, well, can I have both? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, a both man kind of guy. <laughs> No, no, you got to choose. You got to choose. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to choose you and the unlimited resource. And, and, and that's what, um, yeah, money, money in the kingdom are compatible because, you know, um, heaven the streets of heaven are paved with gold, right? So um, it's like if you walked up to heaven with a bunch of gold and you tried to be impressive, they would just throw it on the ground and smooth it out and start walking on it. It's like, that's all you got? Come on, man. Gold is worthless. Gold is worthless. So, you know, I was thinking about this morning. I was thinking about this morning is that how God – impacts you know i'm thinking about this COVID thing Mm -hmm. and how god impacts people you know Mm -hmm. god created the heaven and the earth Mm -hmm. i mean he created it and everything that we see that we've done Mm -hmm. was in the earth and god gave us the wisdom to bring it out of the earth to fashion the earth to subdue it and to create all this stuff like wow Uh, you know why are we worried about money God has the ability for you to make like these cell phones that we're talking around the world mm-hmm. that didn't exist. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, yeah. and my wife and I, we're looking at technology. I think in some ways we've gone backwards. Mm. We did some research and the tower of Babel was over 5,000 feet tall. Mm-hmm. How did they do that? Wow. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like over 5,000 feet. Mm. The Sears Tower, the Willis Tower is only a thousand. Wow, man! You know, I'm like, I never, so I God never can do anything, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So why don't worry about money? So money and the kingdom are compatible because God wants to use money to build the kingdom. Mm. Awesome. awesome. He just, he's just looking for people we can trust with it. Yes, yes. So, what's the starting point now for those who are watching when it comes to finances for yep. a believer? Yep. What is yep. the what is the starting point? What's the what's the process? Okay. I mean, what's the goal? What's the yeah? Yep. Let's talk about that. So 
So I, I think the starting point is your attitude mm. towards money and towards God. Mm. And it has to be one where God is the source of everything. And jobs and businesses and degrees and people are resources. Mm. But God is the ultimate source. And we have to get that straight. Mm. And we're called to love God with everything that we have. And we're called to love people with everything that we have. Mm. So it's, it's, a, it's a, a point where we've got to be humbled before God. Mm. We really do. Because what is it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Yeah. Man, there's no value in it. So to me, the first thing is attitude. Mm. Yeah, check your attitude. Yeah. Are you obedient? Mm. Yeah, are you going to be perfect? No, I haven't found that guy in the Bible. One. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows the Bible is messed up. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know? mm -hmm. yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. Maybe Daniel was like, seemed like he was kind of perfect, but most of them were kind of messed up. Mm -hmm. so, so first thing is attitude. Mm. So once we get our attitude right, then the rest of it is about stewardship. So we have to we have to develop our stewardship skills, okay. right? Awesome. Our awesome. stewardship skills, and um, the uh, the what do you call it? The Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis says that financial literacy is the ability to earn money, manage money, save money, invest money. So those are all stewardship skills. So the rest of it, once we get our heart right. Yeah. Is we need to we need to learn stewardship skills. Okay. So I know COVID nineteen. Okay, man, it's upset a lot of things. Mm. Yeah, right. It's upset a lot of things. So yeah. so what do I suggest people do? I wrote some notes down. Okay, right. first thing you ought to do is meet with a financial professional. Okay, because how many of us have had formal training in, in financial management? Very few. Very okay, few. Mm -hmm. worldwide statistic. Worldwide statistic. Five billion people are financially illiterate. They've done surveys and tests. And about 70% of people come back financially illiterate. If you go to my Instagram, you'll see something that says howmoneyworks.com forward slash my name. Take the test. We've got a book called How Money Works. Awesome. And if you direct mail, if you direct message me, I'll send it to you. Awesome. awesome. It's called How Money Works, Stop Being a Sucker. Mm, I love that. Okay. Yeah, you ever go to the bank? What do they have sitting up on the on the the thing, on the counter? They have suckers. Oh, what's the sucker called? Yeah. <laughs> what's the sucker called? It's called a dum dum. Mm. Wow. <laughs> so wow. most of us, me included, yeah, I'm still I still have some sucker ways that I'm getting out of. Yeah. But if you, I'll send you this book. So first yeah. thing you ought to do is meet with a financial professional. Okay. okay. Let, let me let me say something to that. So you guys yep. are listening. Those of you on Instagram, those of you on Facebook, YouTube, go to look for Gus Talk Idea on Instagram. Just go to his uh, his page. Send him a direct yep. message. If you're on Facebook, you can also find him there. Or you yep. can send I'm it also to on me. There. You can send it to me. I will forward it to him too. You yep. know, you can direct message me. Yep. I'll forward it to him. If you you know you want this book, he said he will send it to you. That's a great. I'll send it to you. Yes. I'll send it to you. It's so a resource. Question, how do we find a financial counselor? The first one that you talked about, a financial okay. a mentor okay. or a counselor. Yeah. Okay. So, hi. <laughs> I can help you. Number two <laughs> is, um, if you're a believer, go to kingdomadvisors.com. Okay. Mm -hmm. they, have, they have believers who are trained in financial concepts. Okay. 
right? First, their first is their attitude, their heart towards God, and then their skill with money. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So kingdomadvisors.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're building a, na- a national agency. We're in six states right now, but we can help people anywhere in the country. Awesome. If you're overseas, the principles still apply. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you need to find someone in your country, but the principles still apply. And we can just talk about concepts yeah. and principles yeah. and things like that. So, okay? so what that is based on is, you know, um, the Bible says that uh, without counsel, purposes are defeated. And that yep. in, a, in a multitude of counsel, there is safety. So yep. we all need mentors for different areas of our lives. And this financial yep. aspect, people try to do it on their own. But most of the time, they are operating with the mentality of their dad, of their mom, yep. of their grandmother, you know, what they've yep. been taught. And most of the time, yep. those things are not necessarily what they need for now. You know, of course, we get some wisdom from those people. But sometimes, you know, it's not necessarily what you need now. So everybody needs some financial mentors. And yep. there are a lot of them. Now you can, you know, go to the, the website it talked about. And if you're in another nation, find somebody who you know, knows about money. And you can see it even in their lives, the way they do stuff, and they will counsel you. Yeah. So here's what I've seen over the past 18 years. Mm-hmm. The wealthier people are, the more people are involved in their finances. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because they they got wealthy doing whatever it is that they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Yeah. Their money, they let somebody else deal with that and yeah. they keep doing what they do that yeah. made them wealthy. Awesome. Okay? Mm-hmm. So and and they um they trust those people and value their insight. And one of the things I say to people is if we're sitting across from each other and there's not a mirror behind them, I said, can you see behind yourself? Mm-hmm. They said, well, well, no. I said, can I? Yeah. I mean, you're looking right there. Yeah. That's what financial counselors do in any kind of counselor. Yeah. It's not that they're smarter than you or better than you necessarily. Mm-hmm. They yeah. just have a different perspective. Okay. And they awesome. can help you. They can help you see where you can't see. Yeah. So, you know, and um, I know our our philosophy is we want to educate our clients. We want you to know everything that we know. So then we bring things to you. Yeah. You can evaluate them yourself. Yeah. So we give you books to read. We give yeah. you courses to take so you can get smart about this. Yeah. Very good. Right. Awesome. Okay. So you were talking about those. So the first one, get a financial counselor. And Renee, you can yep. come in anytime. Just tap him. <laughs> I would get a handle I would get a handle on your finances you need to know your sources and uses of money okay. money coming in money going out now no one's going to collect receipts or do anything like that so there's things like mint.com yeah. truebill.com yeah. personalcapital.com yeah. plug your accounts your debit cards, your credit cards, plug them into those sites and allow them to inform you about what you're doing with your money. Like one of the things I'm doing right now, I'm a sucker for subscriptions, man. Mm. I love to read stuff. I love information. Mm. I'll sign up for something and then forget to even have a subscription. (laughs) So I I went on, I said, I'm going to, my friend was telling me about Truebill. I signed up for Truebill Mm. and it said, you have this subscription coming up. I'm like, what is that? I went there, cancel. 
<laughs> cancel. I canceled like three subscriptions like today. Wow. Okay, so mm -hmm. look at look at your money, what's coming in and what's going out. Mm. And and you want to you want to ask yourself, okay, are these things really making me getting me towards my goals? Mm. What? I'm supposed to have financial goals? Do you have financial goals written down on paper somewhere? Not in your head, mm. but on paper. Yeah. We use a sheet that says, what are your goals zero to one year from now, mm. one to five years from now, mm. five years plus? Awesome. And then you have the goal. What's the goal? How much is it going to cost? By when? And what's your strategy to make that happen? Yeah. And another thing that people do is people tend to have one account, one checking account, and one savings account. Mm. And they wonder why their money keeps going in and out. Mm. You don't need no. No, no, no. You got you got an account that's an in and out account. It's called an emergency fund. Okay. And then all those objectives you got, you may have an account for everyone, or at least a group, mm -hmm. are in this account. Mm -hmm. And if somebody says, "Hey, do you have money for this or that?" Like we used to tell our kids, "Do you, do, Daddy? Can we do this?" I said, "We don't have money for that." Mm -hmm. What do you mean we don't have any money? No, I said we don't have money for that. <laughs> and that's different than we don't have money. Yeah, said, yeah. Why don't we have that? Because we've got a budget. Mm. Does a budget mean you're poor? No. Yeah. <laughs> this means we've, we're trying to separate what the money's for and the money isn't for that. Yeah. So get your goals on paper mm -hmm. and then look at your sources and use. Where's your money coming from? Where's it going? And is it going towards those goals? You'll find out a lot of times. Wow. It really isn't. Okay. So we got to revamp this cash flow to make sure it's heading towards our budget. Okay. So right? let's, re let's recap quickly. So first of yep. all, uh, for those who are just joining us, either on Instagram, on Facebook, or YouTube, anywhere, um, we're talking about kingdom finances during these times. So we have Gus and Rene Tucker here. They are financial experts. Uh, they have a business to help people uh, become financially independent. So Gus uh, and Renee have been sharing with us. And the first thing they say is you need to get a financial mentor, counselor. That's your first step. Find a way. And they give some resources um, on how to get that done. Then the second thing is that you need to know where you are financially and where you want to get to. Um, yep. You know, I tell people, I, I say uh, money is just like the you know, GPS, uh, the GPS, GPS system. Um, if you want to go somewhere, you input your destination and then you will input your location or it will find your location by itself but you need those two things for any i mean for anything that is going to have direction any vector kind of activity you are going to need yeah. where you are and where you are going so also financially you need to know where you are you need to assess where you are financially where is your money going how are you spending money how do you feel about money what are your attitudes concerning money? You talked about that, where you are. Then, why, where am I going with money? What are my goals in life? Also, what are my financial goals? Why do I want money? You know, I have these small groups called The Truth About Money that we do at City Life. I, I made everybody write why you want lots of money. I wrote it myself. I wrote 10 reasons why I want a lot of money. I had to write it down because when you know why, then you are, you are motivated. <laughs> we just did that today at noon with okay. our business team. Oh, wow. Is that 10 reasons why you're in this business yeah. and 10 reasons you want money.
<laughs> Why do you want this money? Right? And then you have to have a plan to get it. And one of the things that I would encourage people to do, COVID-19 has shaken up people's plan A. They had this, they had this, whatever they were doing to make money. And many of those things were shaken up by COVID, right? You now, your plan A is like shut down. Here's what I would challenge you to do. So one, look at what things weren't shut down. What things kept growing? What things actually increased? And understand why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, it might, and then you might want to say, okay, hmm, should I upgrade or change my skill set? Because yeah. our income is based on the value we provide to the marketplace. Yeah. And the marketplace. That is very, that is very powerful. <laughs> our income is based on. Go ahead. I'm yeah. The me. value you provide to the marketplace. And the marketplace is very critical in assessing the value you have. And they'll tell you like it is. <laughs> okay? Yeah. And you you have to, you know, it says in the Bible, wisdom walks through the streets and shouts out her voices. You know there's a lot of voices out there in the streets? And all of them aren't wise? And so your voice in the street has to cut through to people and says, whoa, this person is providing value. So how are you providing value in the marketplace? And is it something that's time has run out? And maybe you need to upgrade or change it or reinvent yourself. I've reinvented myself at least five times so I can remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because, yeah. man, I was played out. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, I got to learn something else. Yeah. And I yeah. reinvent, reinvent because myself. Because the, the world is constantly advancing. And if you don't adjust, if you don't improve yourself, you'll just be left behind. You'll be like blockbusters in the day of right. the days of Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, why? Why didn't Blockbuster become Netflix? They had all the movies. Yeah, <laughs> but their their mindset. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so I would during this time, I'd really look at your skills, how you're providing value to the marketplace, mm-hmm. and say, how could I in this new normal in this new environment? Because mm-hmm. listen. These companies are going to change going forward. Yeah, yeah. You know what they realized? Mm. Man, we don't need all these people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't need all this office. Mm. We need to really relook at this. Yes, yes. Okay? Yes. And they're going to do that, and companies are going to be changed forever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because of the way they've been forced to operate. Okay. So um, do you have some specific examples, like some things that people, during this time, some things that they can look into in terms of yeah, income. Okay. Okay, so okay, let's see. You got you gonna think this is a? I just sent this out to my team, okay? Because I have a feed. You know, you can set Google up to send you feeds. And I got this article from either ABC or it was CBS local. And I sent it out to the team. And this guy used to be a TV production guy, right? And right before COVID happened, he had switched careers into financial services. <laughs> And, wow. and he said, he said, our business is going through the roof. And our business is. The last two months, March and April, in our company have been the best two months in the past 24 months. Wow. And that's true for a lot of companies. Why? Because people are concerned about their money. Yeah, yeah, They're concerned yeah. about what to do. Mm-hmm. So think about things that 
impacted people. My son is a nurse. Mm. You know, he gets a job offer every day. <laughs> he chooses between them. <laughs> he said, yeah, Dad, they hired me. I said, your interview was today. He said, yeah, I got hired today. <laughs> so he's a nurse. Nurses are hired like 40 going north. Mm. What? Technology people. Mm. You know, I have friends in technology, and they're working at home. And they say, man, I work from home most of the time anyway. Yeah. It's no big deal. Uh -huh. ah. You know, so they're in technology. It's not going away. They've been doing it forever. You know, things that are driven by technology yeah. mm -hmm. uh, are going to continue to grow. Yeah. Uh, things you can do um, that are services to people, not necessarily uh, widgets. Mm -hmm. Okay? But yeah. now, here's the other thing, though. People that make things will never go out of style. Cool. You go. need engineers and people who make things. Yeah. yeah. That's why we have a phone. Mm. So yeah. we got Wi-Fi. Somebody yeah. had to make the stuff to make yeah. it go. Yeah. So things yeah. are involved in engineering, mm. manufacturing, smart yeah. manufacturing. Those mm. things aren't going away. Things yeah. that are infrastructure, mm. infrastructure things, they're not yeah. going away. Yeah. So, um, and, and those are the, the same thing. Those are the stocks that continue to do well. What happened yeah. to Zoom during the pandemic? The, everybody started using them. People started, buying, you know, paying for it, and you know, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. it's gone through the roof. Now yeah. Google's after them, yeah. right? Facebook's after them. Uh -huh. Everybody's after yeah. them now yeah. because mm -hmm. now, do you think in our business? I'm doing 100 percent of my business on Zoom. Mm -hmm. I was in four or five states this morning and didn't leave my house. Do you uh -huh. think I now want to drive to those places and go there? No. No, yeah, so it's gonna, it's, yeah, it's gonna continue to be valuable. Okay, so let's move it's forward. We, we have about ten more minutes. On okay, each, uh, on the broadcast before maybe about ten to fifteen before Instagram okay. takes us off. We have an hour, so I want you to okay. continue. So that income, so you were talking about stewardship now. So yep. what? W talk a lot more about that. Um, okay, those things that um, you had written down. Mm -hmm. So, so think about think about every family is a company. It's, it's your, your last name, Incorporated. Yeah. How do you value a company? If you're going to buy stock in the company, what would you be looking at? Well, what kind of revenue do they have and how consistent is it? Mm -hmm. What are their expenses? Mm -hmm. For a company that size, man, are they overspending mm -hmm. or underspending their budget? Yeah. What's their, what are they investing, reinvesting in the business so it'll grow going forward? So what kind of savings and investment do they have? If you were looking at a company, that's what you would do. Yeah. So let's look at a family. Mm. How consistent is your income? Mm. What do we need to do to make our income consistent? How can we continue to bring value on mm. a regular basis so our income's consistent? Mm. Okay, let's look at our costs. Mm. What are we spending money on that maybe we should? That's mm. not a necessity. Now, now, like things like Starbucks, things like cable. Are those necessities? Not so much. Yeah. Now, women getting their nails done and hair done, men, yeah. those are necessities. Don't try to cut those out. <laughs> <laughs> you get killed. You get killed, boy. Don't do it. Don't do it. So you got to negotiate those. But you, so you look at the expenses, and then look at your savings. Your savings is your profit. Yeah, yeah. So how much profit did your company make last year? Mm. 
-hmm. last week. Mm -hmm. And if we were evaluating your company and we're going to invest in it based on your profit, how profitable would your company be? Yeah. So what I would say is one of the things you want to do is how can I increase my giving and my savings okay. first? Yeah. Let me talk right? about that savings thing. I, you know, for a long time, um, you know, been practicing financial principles and giving and all that. So, you know, favors and all those things happening. But I think the change, the true change came in my finances when I became an addicted quote and unquote saver. Like I say, like I just, I make myself just put aside. Not as, you know, put aside, uh, imagine, you know, you know, just something for it. And also put aside, I call it a wealth account, something that you can tap into, you know, to invest and do that. When I began to do that aggressively, there's just something that that does to you. You just get to a point where the availability of money becomes very um, natural to you. And then you are able mm -hmm. to do different things. So I, I think that's a very key thing. A lot of people don't save. The majority of Americans don't save. And I know the same thing around the world. Majority of people, once money comes in, they spend it. Imagine um, we've got a little thing, and I'll send that out to people too. It's free. It's about being a saver. And imagine, imagine you were at your job, and you had, I don't know, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars in an account. And your boss asked you to do something that was immoral or you're going to lose your job. What would you say to them? Like, dude, go pound sand. Yeah. I don't need this job. I'm mm -hmm. out of here. Yeah. What yeah. if you had zero saved? You'd mm -hmm. go like, mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> How can I do this and love Jesus at the same time? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. what, what money, one of the things that will help you to do, one of the things that help you to do is um, have confidence in your convictions, that money and not spend it, yeah. that same attitude and conviction will cause you to be a person of integrity. Because yeah. you've, got, you've got character. You're able to corral yourself. I want to build wealth. And so money, here, here, we talk to people. We've got a six-step process. We talk to people. That we want to pass the money on, mm -hmm. but we want to pass it on. We want to avoid taxes. Because we're always teaching people, uh -huh. and they're causing consternation. Yeah. The purpose of the money is to be of service to other people. Yeah. Yeah. To be of service. You really need an investor in yeah. Christian businesses. Okay. That's, that's a good, noble goal. Mm -hmm. That's a noble goal, right? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. people who want to build businesses, they need assets. And a lot of times, where do they go? Oh. So what if we had a fund yeah. that people with a good business idea could come to and we can invest money in their business. Yeah. How cool Basically, would that be? our finances, we need to think of being able to make a difference through our finances, both while we are yeah. here on earth and even after, and after. after we're after. Yeah, with our families yep. and with you know, the society at large. That's at large. Okay. That's our responsibility as kingdom people. <laughs> yeah. Check this out. Yeah. There are good financial and tax reasons okay. why all of you and all of us should have a foundation. Do you know you can have a, the average ministry reasons why each one of you should think about having a foundation? Yeah. And we can awesome. talk to you about how to do that and why that can really help you, mm -hmm. not just financially, but your family have a purpose. Yeah, yeah. You know?
your right. family, your your family foundation can be focused on your family's purpose. Yeah, awesome. And then you can direct monies and efforts through that foundation to that purpose. Awesome. But that's a discussion for another. Renee, day. what do you want to say to what we've been talking? Saying so okay, um, this is what I want to say. Okay, um, you heard a lot of good things today. And most people really want to get their finances together, but a lot of us are embarrassed by where we are today. Yeah. So all I want to say is that today is the time to put the pride aside and to really get help. It's just like somebody say, I want to become a Christian, but I'm so bad. I wait till I get my life together, then I become a Christian. No, that's why Christ died yeah. for us, for all of us. In the same way with the finances. It's not something you can do by yourself. You need somebody, you need a coach. Yes. And so I highly encourage you to get in contact with us and we would be more have an understanding where they are and where they want to go and how they can get there. Yep. Newsflash, we're not perfect either. No, yes. not at all. Uh -huh. So, we'll you know, to, to, to recap what you've said today, uh, just to put it in a very, I like things being very uh, organized so that people can improve in their finances. They need to work on their attitude towards money. Um, a lot of people have bad money attitude, poverty mentality, um, religious uh, root of all evil. The Bible says the love of money is root of all evil. It never say money is the root of all evil. The Bible says money answers all things, you know? That's right. So the wrong attitude towards money uh, that's the first thing, your attitude. Also, the, that attitude of don't have three heads, they don't have four heads. You know, they have the same head. I have the same covenant. So attitude number one. Then secondly, you said to help your attitude and to help the other thing that we're going to talk about, you need a mentor. You need a financial mentor counselor, a financial counselor. And then you now began to talk about stewardship. So attitude, then still one there. Everybody should learn, I mean, should become financially literate, right? Yeah. Did I get uh, yeah. what, you, uh, what you said correctly? Here's the last thing. You've got to execute. Yeah. We can have a great attitude. We can have a great plan. But at the end of the day, you've got to execute on the field of play. Every day we got in. And they'll call a timeout. They'll call a different play. They'll do something to yeah. get the team <laughs> to, mm -hmm. to change and boom yeah. and it'll change the whole momentum of the game by yeah. something the coach does yeah. so that's what your coach the coach isn't playing the game about five more minutes so I want us to use our full time um, what would you say to people who say there are no opportunities for me in the nation that I am or you know where I am watching this movie about the guy and I think it was in Malawi and he built a windmill and got water off the ground yeah. mm -hmm. to create something on earth. Everybody yeah. thought he was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Everybody thought he was crazy. You mm -hmm. know, God hasn't put anybody on the planet that he's not going to take care of. Needs. Yeah. You know, he will open the Red Sea if he has to. Yeah. Yeah. To get the resources to you to get yeah. done what you need to get done. I was thinking about that this morning. God has access to everything. And he can get and what? When, when we go to Africa to do the leading lights training, so there's a particular point where I start talking about uh, money. And because I know people there, like Malawi, when Malawi, when all those yep. things. And I, and I tell everyone, I said, do you know that everybody here is rich? 
they all look around. They'll be like, ah, and I don't, I'm not sure I'm rich, you know. So I will ask them, how much will you sell your heart? Riches, you know, it's based on values, right? So you need to know, you need to understand that money is hidden in certain things, right? Money, right. money is not always, you know, that obvious. It's hidden in certain things. And God has hid money inside everyone. So I, say, I, I tell them, for example, just think of anybody that is wealthy or rich in this world right now. It's because of something it, within them that they tap into. It could be they could run. It could be they could yeah. play basketball. Or it could be business acumen. It could be they are yeah. thinking or having given that. So yeah. what? So what is the difference? The different. The difference is what you were talking about. Is our minds? Is our minds? Is our minds? We need to culture our minds, change our thinking, and then mm -hmm. we'll start seeing the opportunities that are available, no matter where we Yo, are. about the Bible. And they did one on the image of God. And they talk about how heathen cultures, they make gods and they worship them. But God's people were never to make images of him. Yeah. And he said, and they, they made this statement, they said, because he's already made images of himself. I Guess like what? Oh. That's us. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. That's us. Yeah. So if you were made in the image of God, yeah. how can God not be able to create what he needs to sustain himself or the world. That's not true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not yeah. true. So yeah. if you were made in the image of God, you have the ability to tap into what God has put inside you to create what's needed. Okay? And wow. so it's built into us. A few seconds. Your last, what's the last thing you would like to say to those you are watching? And then I'll just well, come in and round it all up. You know, what I would say is the goals and dreams that God has put into your heart in God's mind, they're already done. So you have to see your goals as completed. And now, based on what he's shown us, and then he'll bring the increase. Yeah. You take the action, God will bring the increase. Yeah. Awesome. Rene, uh, what do you want to say? <laughs> trust and obey God. That's okay. it. Trust awesome. him. Tr trust the process that you're going to go through and just do what God says to do. Uh, but please get the material that God is showing it's free. It's free. Just contact him on Facebook or contact him on, um, you know, on Instagram. Instagram. Or, or you can also contact me too, and I'll, you know, I'll get it across to him. He will send it to you, uh, so that you can, you know, you can start, you know, changing your mind in that. And also, don't forget to reach out to a financial counselor or helper or mentor, and that's part of what their business does. Give us, how can they reach your business very quickly? 47 um, seconds more. <laughs> here's the force says Gus Tucker. May 23rd, Leading Lights. Yeah, let me quickly say that we have 24 seconds remaining. Everyone, May 23rd, this, they are Leading Lights graduates. May 23rd, we're having a Leading Lights open house. You can join from anywhere yep. in the world. We're going to be yep. delivering, giving you a taste of what the Leading Lights student has transformed. A lot of yep. people is. Go yeah, to... Hello, hello, hello back on for the lights 360 broadcast gonna be a wonderful time wonderful folks you know they're gonna be joining us today to discuss it's gonna be a great time thanks for listening to the globe podcast 
we trust you were blessed and inspired. For more contents from Dr. Land, visit our website at www.pastorland.com and follow at Pastor Land on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Keep glowing. See you next time.